Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to the Miss Independence podcast. I'm so excited about today's episode. I just got off my first shift as a um, working in a bakery, and I am so excited to share what I have learned with you guys. Um, but before all that, I just wanted to say, if you have had not had the opportunity, uh, go over and make sure that you like our Instagram page and are following our TikTok and Facebook at the Miss Independence podcast. And also, please subscribe to this podcast. Uh, it allows you to see see all episodes and to interact more. So uh, if you have not subscribed or uh, also share this podcast with a friend that you think might like it. Uh, but anyway, without further ado, I am super excited to talk to you guys today about uh, starting, specifically starting a new job um, or kind of just a new adventure, anything when you have a disability or chronic illness. Um, but on a completely separate note, today is like the best day ever where I'm at and it is rainy and I love this part of summer where it transitions into fall, which fall is my favorite time of year. But um, I love that August, September where it's rainy and kind of cooler, but you can still go outside. It, it's just the best. But anyway, back to this episode. Um, so my job journey, and I'll definitely do an episode on just my job journey in general, but my job journey has been quite the freaking roller coaster. And to say it's been a roller coaster is kind of an understatement. But anyway, it has been a wild ride. So when I graduated from college, I graduated it in 2020 and I, during COVID, right? So I had my first semester with the COVID that spring and then I graduated in the fall. So fall of 2020 and couldn't find a job for a few months. And then I got hired on at our county for the health department. And that was the best job ever. I absolutely loved my boss. I love the team that I worked with. I actually worked with somebody that I went to middle school with, which is kind of cool. And I got to work from home because of COVID, right? So that was really fun. I really excelled at that job and it was something that I enjoyed doing. And on top of that, I got to use my degree. So I have a degree in communication um, and a BA. And then I also have a health communication certificate. And so you're probably all like, what the heck is that? So a health communication certificate is... um. Uh, basically, it was a two-class uh, certificate, and I talked a lot about how to interact as a patient with a provider and how providers need to interact with patients. But also, there was a separate course on how providers need to interact with each other. And it's just, it was all the ins and outs of healthcare and the communication part of healthcare, obviously. Um, I am definitely not a medical expert, just a caveat. But um, that. It was really fun. So that's what I had always thought I would end up doing. Um, and I obviously got to use that degree in that job. Um, and then once that job ended, because it was only temporary, I had to find another job. And that was a whole disaster. I just, there was a lot of like misunderstanding about my situation. And I had to find, um, I have an agency that I work with and they're freaking amazing. Shout out to my job coach. Hey girl. Um, and she, oh my God, I love her so much. Anyway, um, but it took me a little bit while to find her. So now that I'm in, um, a better job fit, I think that finding a job is going to be amazing. Um, and I'm hoping that this job works out, but yeah, I think, you know, for us, if, um, if you're kind of like, what is a job coach? Basically a job coach is somebody who helps me, um, 
on the job, but they're kind of there as an extra support. So they're, they're, we know in previous episodes, we've talked about different types of support. So uh, my job coach offers me, um, you know, emotional support, you know, esteem support mostly, and then kind of the technical support if I'm having an extra struggle or something. That way, the person who's training me or like my upper hand, you know, upper people don't have to um, worry so much about it, even though with my disability or chronic illness, uh, my job coach is able kind of just to step in and take that place so that they're able to concentrate on their job, which is amazing for everyone involved. But um, yeah, having a job coach is amazing. So if you are looking for a job coach, um, it, basically you could find one, um, any resources that kind of connect others with disabilities or chronic illnesses to like local nonprofits, I would start there, um, and kind of see if, reach out and see if there's a job coaching program. Um, if you're working with folk rehab, that's also something that they can set up for you. So, um, I would just ask them, you know, um, start there in terms of looking for a job coach, but basically, um, I went in today and I'm only working part-time at this job. And um, for me, obviously with my benefits, that's the best part. But I, um, I'm working a couple days a week and a couple hours each day. And today was my first day and it was so much fun. Um, I got to go in and wash some dishes and um, learn where all the stuff was and kind of get introduced to everyone. Um, and then... I also got to uh, learn like all the equipment, that kind of stuff. So I got to use the dishwasher and load and unload that. And then I got to do a bunch of inventory. So I had to go around the our area of the store and pick out uh, like what we needed to restock. And then I went in the back and uh, grabbed the stuff and restocked it. And that was really fun. Um, and then I got to end my shift by decorating cupcakes. So that was freaking amazing. And I, oh, it's, it was just such a great day. So I'm pretty excited about this opportunity. Um, and yeah, I'm like really, I'm really excited. Um, and I, you know, I, again, I've had like such bad experience with job, job, not job coaches, but job, um, related situations. Cause you know, we talk a lot about this podcast about how, um, you know, like we have a disability, we're capable, but like also we need that extra support. And some people might, not all our disabilities or chronic illness is going to be super visible. So just having that kind of experience and uh, that's definitely something that I'm kind of like trying to work through because, you know, I don't want to take that energy into the this job or any other job I might have. So that was kind of like my day in the nutshell. I just got home and I'm going to read a book the rest of the day because it's raining and I am just so excited uh, about this new journey. But in the next segment, I want to talk to you guys about uh, what you can do when you're kind of starting a new job and how you can make sure that you get your, you know, start out on the right foot, as they say. Do you ever feel like you're unseen or unheard because of your disability? Do you feel isolated and unsupported? Welcome to the Miss Independence podcast. From questions about chronic illness to doctor's appointments, dating, advocating for yourself, this podcast should provide information about the odds and ends of life for someone with a disability or chronic illness. We will talk about many different topics that I hope you can use as a resource to make your life better. I will share personal stories as well as having guests and experts come and share their own experience and expertise. 
I am hoping that there can be unfiltered conversations and assumptions that are debunked so that people who do not live this life can be informed about what life with a disability is like. I am really looking forward to interacting with you and hearing your experience. Thank you for listening. Okay, I have eight tips that I have kind of learned throughout today that I just wanted to make a note of and make sure that you guys knew so that you could be be successful when you were trying to find a new job. Um, So... The, uh, and, and I think in a separate episode, I'm going to talk specifically about the job hunt and advocating for yourself as a person with a disability or chronic illness prior to getting a job. But today I'm just going to focus on while you're on your first day at the job. So we're just going to assume that you've already gotten the job. Um, and yeah, we're just going to go from there. Um, okay, so the first thing I have is go in with a positive attitude. So kind of like I had talked about uh, in the beginning segment was I was a little nervous about having this job. I, again, have not had the most uh, amazing experiences other than with that one job at the county. Um, I had the best experience there. But aside from that, I had a few bumps in the road with other jobs. And it really was a lack of, I guess, communication about what my strengths and weaknesses were. And the I feel like also making sure that the job, the specific job was a right Excuse me, I'm going to drink my shake. But, um, yeah, I think that that's really important. And again, that goes kind of with the job search. So I won't go into too much detail about that. But what I want to say is, like, specifically, if you're starting out in a new job, don't take all that baggage with you. It's just going to create a negative environment and energy for this new experience. And I think that new experiences are a gift and that, that we, we choose on whether we make them positive or negative. Our experiences in life are neutral um, and our emotions add to them. So I think that going in neutral and being like, hey, like, I don't know, like, I'm kind of like, and like totally being okay if you're scared. Like I was scared this morning. I was like super anxious. I was even telling uh, the, n- not my direct boss, but the boss above her about how scared I was. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to screw this up. And it's going to, I was like, I, I was like, I'm excited, but I'm like really scared anyway. Um, and he told me not to worry about it. And he is like, you'll be fine. So I think that again, kind of just going in with a positive attitude. And that doesn't mean that you have to be like, oh my God, this job is going to be amazing. And I'm going to be here forever. And it's going to be so successful. Like, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about being able to go in and be like, hey, like I, you know, I'm excited to learn what I can and kind of find the positives about this current situation. So I think that that's really important to be able to do because I feel like when we go in with a negative mindset, it kind of just contaminates the entire situation. And I don't think, and it also contaminates the situation for the other, your coworkers, right? And you just met them. So you always want to make sure that you start off on the right foot. When you're doing that. So that's my first tip. My second tip is to listen and learn. And that kind of goes back to the first one is kind of just making that like a learning experience. Um, I was trying to remember like when I was like learning new things and I'm kind of a perfect, I'm a recovering perfectionist. So I like to make sure that I'm always doing everything the right way. And I always have to be hundred percent perfect, but you know, you kind of have to give yourself a reality check that, you're not supposed to be perfect at a new job. Like if you were perfect at a new job, you should probably not apply for that one because the whole point of having a job is to earn. 
And then, of course, to contribute, of course, you should be good at your job. But that doesn't mean you have to be perfect or that you should know everything because you shouldn't. So I think that, like, for me, um, catching myself, I'm like, oh, my God, I should know this. Or, like, oh, or even, like, the ego mind of, like, oh, I know this. It's like, um, no, you don't. You literally just started. So back off, you know, back off, take a breath and, like, learn what you need to. And I think that being able to listen and have active listening skills so that you're hearing what they're actually saying and making sure that you're getting all the information down is going to be really uh, crucial to having a positive experience. Um, I personally like to learn, but I think that if you don't like to learn or if that's not necessarily something that you enjoy, finding things that you love about the job and getting curious and creative is really going to be key because then that'll allow you to be engaged and allow you to want to be successful and have a fun, positive experience. So I think that listening and learning, having active listening skills, um, and I kind of just went over part three is, again, you're not supposed to be an expert at your job. It's okay to be a beginner. One of those quotes is, every uh, expert once started out as a beginner, or no one starts out as an expert on day one. So I think those are some really good positive mind frames to think about when you're like, oh my God, like I should know this or like even like just rushing past like the steps. Um, Like today I got to be a dishwasher a little bit for the first starting out of the day and I learned how to work the dishwasher and that was fun. Um, And then I ended my day by making cupcakes and sprinkles. So you kind of have to like work up to that kind of stuff. So, and everyone does. It has nothing to do with your disability or chronic illness. Uh, But like everyone needs to learn those like, you know, things about being in that specific job, right? So I think, you know, being aware that, like, you're not going to start off. Your first day isn't going to be all fun and baking cupcakes and making cakes and chatting up with customers. It's going to be about learning. So, and the more also, I guess I just thought of this too, is, like, the more you know, the more you get to help others. So the more you decide to take in and be inquisitive and an active listener, the more knowledge you have. Knowledge is power, right? So uh, that allows you to be even a better expert when you get to that level. So I kind of already went over number uh, three. Uh, Again, you're not supposed to be the expert. You're a beginner, and that's totally okay. And just validating that for yourself. And that doesn't mean you don't have your strengths. And that could be another thing is, like, if you really struggle with that part of it, um, I would say, like, what are your strengths, you know, like, or like, what do you want to learn, I guess, are kind of like the two continuums, right? So like, what are your strengths? Like, what do you bring to this new position? But also, like, what do you want to learn? So for me, I um, love, I did 4-H as a kid. So coming back to this specific job, I was like, uh, or back, I say coming back, but starting this specific job brought me back to those uh, 4-H cake decorating days and baking and it's been so much fun so that's always yeah that's been fun too but um what oh I just lost my train of thought yeah I just lost my train of thought anyway um yeah allow yourself to be a beginner because that's really gonna suit you well okay number four is ask questions uh don't be afraid to ask questions again this kind of ties back into like you're not supposed to know everything um a person who's a really supportive supervisor or boss is going to be glad that you're asking questions instead of just doing things uh, because 
they don't want to have to like go back and redo everything. So ask questions if you're not sure. And that involves you being able to slow down and be present and not just get into your routine. Because again, it's your first day, you're still learning. So you kind of develop a routine over time. So I think that that's also really important to be able to do. Um, Ask questions about every little thing. You know, again, if you want to become an expert at something, you have to know like the ins and outs of every little detail. Uh, For me today, I went to go clock in and I um, could not remember my little code on the back of the thing, but I also had to have my name tag made. And so they always put the clock in and clock out code on the name tag. And so I was able to do it. So it was fine, but I ended up clocking in late. And I was like, oh my God, they're going to think I was late, but I wasn't. So um, I got that straightened out. It was fine. But um, yeah, just like little, even things like that. It doesn't even have to be about your specific job, I guess is my point. It can be about clocking in, um, getting on your website. Like if you have like a company website that you need to log in for, that kind of stuff. Um what else you know where to hang up your coats like today I learned that I working in the bakery get to hang up my stuff right there instead of having to walk all the way upstairs which is really awesome so I'm pretty excited about that um so yeah kind of just ask questions about every little thing um what are the things uh that we're going to go into is find a way that you can uh store and retrieve that information that works for you and I'm going to give you what how I do it next but um because it's a lot of information to take in on the first day. So I think that being able to take bits and chunks of it is going to be key so that you're not overwhelmed with that situation. Because that can be overwhelming too. I feel like when you're trying to, at least for me, when I'm trying to learn too much information or again, going into that ego mind of like, oh my God, I know I have to know everything and blah, 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 whatever. Uh, it really can affect the way in which you process information. So you're, even when you're trying to learn all the information you can, you end up taking in less information because you're not actually processing it. You're just trying to move on to the next thing. So that's what I definitely need to work on. Um, so hand in hand, um, kind of with number four, number five is take notes. Um, I had my job coach there, so I had the ability to take notes. Um, and I did that for training as well. But yeah, take notes. It's really important to be able to do that and be able to um, have all the information that you need. And that's passwords or usernames or where just important pieces of information that you know, um, how to get a day off, that kind, all that kind of fun stuff. So make sure you have a little note uh, box. Um, and then even in like where I work, we have like little codes that we have to type in for like certain things. And uh, there's like a spreadsheet there and we're actually going to try to type it out and make it better but um I would encourage you that if your boss doesn't have that kind of system I would encourage you to make your own even if it's just for yourself even if it's just a little cheat sheet of codes or usernames or you know any kind of stuff that you any kind of tidbit that you think would be helpful to remember I think is going to be important to write down so again for me it's taking notes obviously everyone has a different learning style um I find it to be better to learn the information, but also be able to go back and read it if necessary. So take notes, do it on the first day. Um, it'll eventually become a system and routine once you do it multiple times. Um, like I already know how to work the dishwasher and, um, you know, obviously decorating cupcakes. It was pretty fun. So just kind of until you get into a routine, make sure that you're taking notes and about every little thing. Um, if you have a job coach, you can absolutely ask them to do that. 
Um, so yeah, that's the next thing. Um, the next one is advocating for your needs. So again, like I had to go in, they didn't just give me a good job coach. That's something I had to work out myself. So advocating for yourself is really important. I would before, and again, this is kind of more geared towards the job search, but even throughout finding a job and um, accepting one and job training, you're going to want to advocate for your needs. So like, what do you need that's kind of unique or separate from like what an individual employer needs? Like for me, it's scheduling um, at certain times. There are certain days that I couldn't work. Um, There's a certain amount, obviously, that I can work. So just kind of addressing that and being upfront. I find it when we're upfront about things, it creates a lot less tension and anxiety. And it might be uncomfortable for that initial few minutes or whatever but then you just know you don't have to worry about it anymore so I find like the you know like knowing how much you have to work knowing how much you can work knowing your physical capabilities so like I was like yeah I can't lift that much so um I'll let you you know I'll let you know um I didn't have a specific weight but just knowing that I can't lift that much was also helpful um so it requires a lot of self-reflection and introspection about what you can and can't do um and also like being able to drop or brainstorm with your job coach prior to having these conversations with your new boss is going to be key, I think. Um, so figuring out your needs are and advocating for them sooner rather than later. And of course, this is not to say that new needs or new situations won't come up. I'm not saying that just because you didn't start out a job with the accommodation or a new need or a need or specific need um, that you can't ask for it, you should absolutely ask for it. But it's just more important, like if you know that you're going to have those needs. You need to be upfront about it. Um, you know, we can't expect people to read our minds and we can't expect people to look out for our ADA rates. No one's going to come to you and be like, oh, you have a disability. I heard you mention it to one of your coworkers. Let's go try to figure it out. No, that's not how the real world works. We need to be able to advocate for ourselves and be proactive. So, and that again, that goes with your boss. It can go with your job coach. It can go with your coworkers. And um, it's also important to note that neither your boss nor your coworkers are allowed to ask you about your disability. They can the employer can ask you how it affects your job skills and like your work, um, but they are not legally allowed to ask you what your job, uh, what your disability or chronic illness is. Um, just a little tidbit. Not a lawyer, but I know that that's true. Um, okay. So the next one is be yourself. So I think it's really, especially when you have a disability or chronic illness, it's really important to be your authentic self. Don't try to go in being something you're not or trying to be perfect or trying to pretend like you don't have a disability and like covering it up or whatever. Uh, Just go be yourself. Like I know for me, um, I am really positive and I knew the customer service part of this job was going to be amazing. And I was, I'm really looking forward to that part. really happy and friendly and you know I know that that's something that people are really drawn to about me so I just you know choose to bring that skill into this job so I've wanted you to think of like a couple skills that you know you have or whether personality traits or um hard skills so a hard skill and a soft skill are two different things a hard skill is something like learning Microsoft Excel where it's like kind of more intense intelligence based or like an experience rather where a soft skill is something that you just have like honesty or the ability to work on a team um that can actually be a hard skill as well but um i would just say like go in on your first day and like maybe even write a note on a sticky note and put it in your pocket 
and write two or three traits that you know you have that you're excited to bring to this job. Because I think that when we see it, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm already this. And then you just attract more of that abundance into your life. So I think that sticky note thing, which I kind of just thought of, I did not do that today, um, is a really good idea. Um, also, <clears throat> I was my job coach. My job coach was there. Excuse that cloth. Um, and she noticed that... Um, like I was fun to be around and she had said that my coworkers had mentioned how fun I was. So, um, yeah, just be yourself, obviously be professional. I'm not saying don't like drop, don't drop the F word or anything, you know, like, you know, be professional, but be yourself. Um, there's definitely a fun line. Um, and then the last thing I kind of want to end on is be patient with yourself. There is going to be such a learning curve. And again, this goes back to like being a beginner and not expert, but Beyond that, I think it's really important to offer ourselves grace about how much we are learning and the new skills we are taking on and the new experiences. I think that when we go into these new experiences, we should offer ourselves enough grace to be able to not be perfect and to make mistakes and to maybe not show up as our best self, especially when you have a disability or chronic illness. I think that it's really important to... uh, be patient about, you know, your learning process. Like, again, we all learn differently and we should give ourselves grace. And again, that applies to all areas of life, but specifically for this job thing, I think it's important to be able to extend extend that kind of grace. Um, And I guess I kind of just thought of this. I did not have this one written down. Um, For me on my first day, I am probably, and because it's raining, I'm going to read a little bit, but I'm probably going to do some Netflix and watch some um, Yellowstone. I love that Yellowstone TV show. Not very realistic, I will say, for people who do not live there. But it is really, I love that show. Um, So I'm probably going to watch that today after I read a little bit. And I think it's important to recharge and find our um, groove and our routine and kind of just getting yourself into a routine. And I also feel like it's, the unknown is so scary. So like this morning, I didn't know I mean, I kind of knew how to clock in, but I often, obviously I needed help because I needed um, someone to actually help me clock in. But, um, you know, you go in and like you don't really know anything. But once you learn things and you become comfortable and have a routine, things go a lot smoother. So I think that that's really important, too. Um, and then kind of just aside from that, just making sure that, you know, this job is really something that you feel comfortable doing and could see yourself even just doing it part time. Because uh, a lot of us can't work full time. Um, and if you don't think a job is the right fit, there's no shame in looking for another one. Um, I'm personally excited about this new job. Um, and obviously I didn't disclose where it was. But for safety reasons. But um, I think, you know, it's really, really important to be able to have a good job match. And I think that had I done that in those other previous jobs, it may have gone a lot differently. So I think that being able to have somebody help you with the job coaching thing, and that would be like informational support and then the technical support and it's team support. I feel like those are the three uh, types of support that I have really experienced within this job search to be able to be successful. Um, I think things should go well for you. And I am super excited to hear about your guys' first day stories and uh just yeah let me know um again please go like and follow our social media and i hope you guys have an amazing week